Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Episode 537 for November 12th, 2018. Close to being halfway through the month of November. Everybody has played some video games. But on the show this week, we have Mr. Drew. Hello. We got the Wombat, too. Yep. And we have As- I- uh, we have Anthony. Anthony. Oh, I got a special accent version of my name. Okay. I don't know. I, I do want to start the show off uh, by apologizing. Uh, Ryan, we uh, we did the Goonie Goo Goo bit last week. Yeah. That is not Raw. Oh, uh, it's delirious. It is. I like. I watched Raw. Like after we did the show last week, I was like, I need to watch Raw. So I went and watched it, and like I get to the end, and the end of it is where he calls his dad after he got in the fight. Yep. He's like, what you need? You know, I got it. Oh, you know how to spell it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh god, he's not going to do the Goonie Goo Goo. That wasn't Raw. No, it was delirious. Oh man! I always, I always get the two mixed up. Oh, damn! But anyway, that's classic. And now I have to go watch Delirious because I need to. There you go. I need to do the. That gives you an excuse. Exactly. That's my house. Anyway, if you have, if you have um, Spotify, there's the Eddie Murphy Greatest Comedy Hits album on there, and uh, that bit is on there. I know Delirious also has the Elvis bit. Let's pull it in. Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, let's do. Let's talk video games. Uh, Drew. Yes. I know. I gave you some video games to play. Did you finally play? Did you play them? I did. Okay. Good. Um, good. I don't know what can I can I talk about some of them? Which ones are you curious? Omen of Sorrow is fine. Grip is out. Battlefield, yeah, because it's on the AX. So anything you want to talk about, I think you can talk about. All right then. Well, let's start with. Grip, um, you talked about it a little bit uh, what, last week. Yeah, yeah, last week. That's a solid racing game. It's fun. It's yep. something different. It's very different. It's very disorienting, <laughs> I feel like. Especially whenever you... I'm not meaning to get up on the ceiling. Yeah. I make, and a, then, like, I make you, a jump, and then all of a sudden I'm on the ceiling now. And then when you rack your... When your car spins, it's like... It, I almost feel like I just should restart. Yeah. If you ever wreck in that game, you might as well just hit the restart button. Yeah, because you're not... Not, not you're, restart the race, but reset my car. Yeah, because you're not... And it's a generous reset. That game's still hard, though. What I like about that that career... Are you playing the career mode or just off races? Yeah. Um, what I like about the career mode is that <clears throat> you don't necessarily need to finish first, which is good, because yeah. I very rarely finish first in that game. Yeah, it seems like I'm doing really well, and then all of a sudden, 
Yeah, there he goes. Yeah. And, uh, I got three guys ahead of me. But you see what I meant about like the menus and stuff? That's totally like waiting on a mouse input. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was this originally a PC game? Yeah, it was in early access for quite a while, and then I think 1.0 dropped in September or October, and then console versions in November. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a pretty decent little racing game. It's got an interesting concept, and it's it has like you know certain concepts of like Mario Kart in it, where you can use different weapons, rockets or machine guns, or there's like a, a shield. The very basic abilities. Rocket launcher. Yeah. Rocket launcher. But uh, yeah, it's it's, a, it's an okay racing game um, with some pretty interesting mechanics. It just can be disorienting. Uh, let's see. Omen of Sorrow. <laughs> uh, when I say that, you would probably think of, I don't even know what you would think. Castlevania. Of. Would think of Castlevania. I was going to say, it sounds like a Castlevania game to me. Castlevania yeah. Omen of Sorrow? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you, well, it's not. It's a fighting game. Uh, this is a, I, I didn't realize how long this has been in development. Apparently since 2014. So it's been in development for like four years. The little uh, independent Chilean developer. Yeah, and Omnosoro is a horror-based fighting game where you have characters like a werewolf and a vampire Quasimodo. and a vampire hunter. Quasimodo be in it. Quasimodo's in it. Like, and his name's Quasimodo, so I guess that's not licensed. I would assume... Because you can't call it the vampire Dracula. The hunchback uh, the hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh there's um a uh mummy. <laughs> is it, um, isn't it Imhotep? It is Imhotep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh there's uh a demon woman. There's two hunters. So there's the the regular vampire hunter who is the leader, and then she has a squire who is also a vampire hunter. So there's two vampire hunters in the game. Um, there's Frankenstein's monster, which is named Adam. Uh, it's basically, you know, monster movie, the fighting game. <laughs> Van Helsing Fighters. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's actually a pretty decent fighting game. Yeah, I, I picked it up, and... I was playing it. I, I have one very large problem with this game, though. What's that? It's fifty dollars. Whoa! Yeah, it's fifty dollars. The problem I have with that is that there is no. There's a training mode, but there is no combo mode, like a trials mode, that gives you try this combo. That's that's a weird thing because you can't do that in most fighting games. There's a lot of fighting games that do it though. There is, but like the actual traditional, like here's the combo, do it mode is licensed to, I want to say Virtua Fighter. Like it's one of those really weird trademarks. Like you remember, if you remember, Namco had the trademark to mini games before the game loaded. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. And speaking of game later, uh, a certain amount of enemies on screen is uh, copyright to a specific developer, or was anyways. This, this weird copyrights like that, and Virtua Fighter had that. Um, which is why Dead or Alive was one of the few games that was allowed to do it because they combined with Virtua Fighter and DOA Five. 
So like command training was always like you could always practice, but it wouldn't like you couldn't do like do this combo, do that combo for a long time. Maybe that's gone now, but it was a weird. Also, thing. am I crazy? Isn't isn't Dracula in the public domain? I'm pretty sure I just looked it up, but like the answer wasn't like y- yes or no. It's like yes, it is in certain areas of the world, but, <laughs> but not in Transylvania. Like in the U.S., it's and Canada by. I mean, that's the whole world, there. right? There's no other world, is there? Well, I know in the U.K. it was like up until 1962 or something like that. That's what I could find. I'm, so they should I'm, be able to use Dracula. Maybe uh, it's just they didn't want to. Is Dracula like, is straight is Dracula in it? It's, it's, there's a vampire in it, but it's not Dracula. Dracula. Maybe it's just not. Okay. Maybe they were like, well, let's not just do like flat-out Dracula. Then they chose Quasimodo, which is weird, but kind of cool too at the same time. I mean, they could, they could, they could. Yeah, Quasimodo, Quasimodo is actually not a bad guy. So you got you got a story mode, which is played out kind of simply. It's all just dialogue boxes. There's no real voice acting or anything like that. They talk. I played through the the what's the they do it by like three characters at a time, right? Yeah, they do talk. Was I playing on mute or something? I don't know because I, I remember talking. hearing the lady go. Oh, you will come to me, Squire. It's not a good Damn. story. It's not a good story mode, by the way. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's... Boy, it sure sounds like it would be. It, but you know, at least it's there. Yeah. <laughs> it's more than what Street Fighter Five launched with. That's true. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, it's a four-button fighting game. You got hard, hard and light versions of punch and kick. Um, Do you understand the system, the push and pull system in that game? Because I have yet to figure it out. I understand it. I don't use it. The, That's the thing. Was it called Fate and something uh, else? Like it's it, fate and... Because um, it's like a push and pull. If you are aggressive, it fills one meter. But if you're defensive, it fills the other way. Yeah. It was weird. And if you get into a certain state, you get into a doomed state then you can be comboed really well into and it's fate and something. God, what is it called? Now it's going to drive me nuts. Yeah. I'm Cause I was looking whatever. through it to try to figure out how it worked and like reading the descriptions in the tutorial. And I'm like, this is a weird system that I don't quite understand. <laughs> Fortune and fate. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the more aggressive you play, um, the the more you build up this bar, and the bar will go up and down. Uh, if it goes past halfway up, you gain fortune. And if you fill it all the way up, you can go into like a fortune mode where you can have like basically infinite combos. Um, but if you play too defensively, and do a lot of escapes and stuff like that, then your it, it the the meter then starts going down. And if it gets past if it gets halfway and goes past halfway down, you get fate. And if you get too much fate and it fills up, you become doomed, and you then suffer more damage. I think. Yeah, it's a weird system. Yeah, I honestly don't really use it that much. Did you, um, did you try online? Is anybody playing? I have yet to go online with it. I wanted to get through the story modes first. There's only three of them. 
Yeah, it, I don't like how it's played out because like it's it doesn't give you like a clear cut when you can stop until you get a cut scene. Yeah. And then you get a cut scene and it's this lady talking. I don't I haven't followed the story quite well other than these people are chasing a demon lady. Yeah. I don't so, know. So but yeah, it's it's actually a really interesting fighting game. I think the fighting game mechanics in it are pretty well done. That's fun. Yeah. And I think it's kind of flashy. It looks decent. The super moves are cool. Yeah. And everything's pretty simple to pull off. Uh, like, you're not going to get a lot of characters that have, you know, five or six special moves. You get, like, three tops kind of thing. And all the characters that I've used so far have used quarter circle moves. Yeah, like all their super moves are, if you've got one bar, it does the regular move. If you have two bars, it does the super move. Yeah. I st- the EX is feels really touchy. Like, it's hard to hit the, the timing on it feels off. Yeah. But other than that, and it could just be because it's the on the R2 button, which on the PlayStation 4, it doesn't really have a good, like, hit to it, like, when mm-hmm. you press it. So you you got to learn the timing of that, so. But, yeah, played that. Going to try and get that review done. It ain't worth 50 bucks. I, I would I would say wait for a price drop, which yeah. will probably happen soon. Are they doing a physical release of this game? I do not know. All I know is when I saw that it was fifty bucks, I was like, "This game ain't worth fifty bucks." <laughs> this is this is a good thirty dollar game. This is not a good fifty dollar game. Yeah. So uh, yeah, played that, and I also played Battlefield Five. Um, I actually just played it this morning uh, for a little while. I've heard it's good. Um, so far, I'm actually enjoying the story mode thing. So there is, uh, I believe, five story campaigns. Is it like la- it's like last year's, right, where they did the war stories, and each one is a different character in a different area? I think that's the case. I didn't play last year's. Okay. So yeah. I haven't played Battlefield since Battlefield Bad Company Two. Oh wow! So nothing this generation. Yes. Damn. Uh, and that's all I pretty much did. I did the intro and then I chose the first story and have played probably about an hour and a half of that. Um, I enjoy it. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Um, it's, it's, it's a first person war game. At least it has a story. It's true. <laughs> Call of it, Duty. It, uh, the first, uh, story you play as a guy who... Uh, went to prison for trying to rob banks, and he was like a, a explosive expert. He would try to uh, crack safes with explosives, and the military says, we will get you out of jail if you come and do some missions for us, because we need your expertise. And so you play as this guy who's kind of like a, you know, he's an ex-bank robber. He doesn't care about the military or anything like that, but he's, you know, he's the bomb expert. And so I did three three little story sections with him and so far it's been pretty fun you know he's he's a he's a british guy and everybody there is some spectacular british accent cursing in this game so far (laughs) and i just like man these guys are they're on a whole another level of cursing Uh, but that's, that's actually pretty good. Um, so far it's, it controls really well. Um, I think it looks great. I'm even playing on the standard Xbox one. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's battlefield. feels a lot like battlefield. 
Well, the I'll, feel kind of weighty. I'll check it out when uh, it goes into EA Access. I just don't have time for it right now. So i got to obviously try out some of the multiplayer stuff because that's where it's mainly at. If you need to squad up or if you need me to jump in a match with you, I have the 10-hour trial, so just let me know. Okay. Um, I have, I've only I booted it up and went through the crazy menus. At the, like, there's 40 questions they ask you before the game starts. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I got to the main menu and did that little intro where it makes you die over and over again, and, I, and then I turned it <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, I, uh, did play some more Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. Uh, played a decent amount of it, but I feel like I did absolutely nothing in that game. That game is perfect for that. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of the, I feel like that's what everybody can say about that game. Yeah, it's, it's a big one. So, I did the whole, uh, Stranger Mission where I had to go find all the gunslingers. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool one. Uh, that opened up a lot of the map for me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, partic- particularly whenever I uh, had to jump on a train to get a guy. Yep. And then the train wouldn't stop, so I ended up clear across the friggin' map. Yep. And then had to Same ride. Thing happened to me. Down. At first, I thought I was going to have to hoof it, uh, but luckily my horse magically teleported to me eventually. <clears throat> uh, so I did all that. Um. And then I started doing like actual missions, and those missions are like tutorial stuff. Like yeah. I went to I went to the Reverend, and they taught me how to play poker. I'm like, wow, I'm like four or five hours into this game, and I'm just now doing this stuff. I probably need to do those early missions so I can get all this tutorial stuff out of the way. There's a lot, and like I said, once you I think it's five missions into chapter two, you will unlock the ledger at camp. Go straight to that yep. ledger and unlock fucking fast travel. There's a, so there's, what, how do how do I how do I get that again? So say it, say it. Right, tell me in, exactly. In chapter two, about five missions in, you'll meet a guy um, that you'll do a mission for. I can't remember his name. Um, but, Strauss, right? Yeah, Strauss. It, and you'll yeah. do a mission for him where you got to go collect some money. And after you do that, they'll put a ledger at the camp. And in this ledger, you can do things like buy food and, and weapons and ammo, supplies, things like that. There's also an upgrade to uh, Arthur's room. And when you upgrade Arthur's room, you can get the ability to fast travel anywhere that you have made it to from camp. And that will save you the horse ride from camp to wherever you need to go. And that costs money? Like $220. It's nothing. You, you By that point in the story, you should have done some robberies, and you should have that much money. Okay. Yep. But unlock that. That's the first thing you should unlock. The, the camp shit. You know, skip over that until you want to do it. Just get that fast travel unlocked. All right, I think that's probably the best bet then. It's just do story missions until I unlock that ledger. Then, yeah, especially since you've already traversed a bunch of the map, you've probably checked off those signposts, so you could just fast travel anywhere on the map from camp. Cool. Okay. So, I think that's it. I mean, obviously Overwatch, but who cares? <laughs> hey, we finally got Jennifer Hale as a voice actor in Overwatch. Oh, was that who's playing? That's who's playing Ash. Ash. Yeah. I, I did play around with Ash, I should mention. Um, I jumped into the PTR for a little while. And um, the funny thing about PTR is that it try to it tries to generate everything that you've possibly earned in the original, you know, uh, the standard. And I have like... Oh my god! Fifty thousand coins. 
And so I just booted it up and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I can buy some stuff. So I bought every skin for Ash and everything for her. So I have it all in PTR. Now, granted, that's not going to transfer over to the original game, but, but she's an interesting character. Um, I get the feeling she's got some nerfs coming her way. Uh, everybody always does. Yeah. Cause that zoom in, man. That, that that zoom if you if you were using zoom in shot and have a mercy boost on you, you can kill a squishy in one shot. So, yeah, they're gonna have to nerf that probably because she can pop off shots and maneuver a little bit better than Widowmaker can, and she will probably she may or may not take over Widowmaker. You know what? That's fine. I'm so tired of widows and competitive anyway, especially yeah. crappy ones. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I run into. Yeah, every time a match starts on Xbox, it's fucking widow slash either McCree, Genji, or Hanzo. That's like yeah. the first two picks every time. I'm like, Ugh. I'm okay with a McCree because that hit scan is actually useful. When you got Hanzo and there's an enemy Farah. And he's supposed to be our guy taking out Farah. No, we don't need that. Well, I'm okay with McCree if he's a good McCree. If he's yeah. a bad McCree, then he's just a waste of a spawn. Well, bad anything's a waste of a spawn. I don't know. There's some characters in there that you could just kind of use as like a human shield, if even if they suck. Well, but as McCree, no. But yeah, I think that's about it. Alright, so I'll move on to Anthony. Did you play any video games? Yeah, I played some video games. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I'm i done my review for Warriors of Rochi 4. <laughs> Tell me That's how much tell. you love that game, because I know you love that game. I fucking hate that game. <laughs> uh, they should draw and quarter the person that, okay, that game's release. Um, I look there. I can't even tell you the 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 actual gameplay of it is is bad. It's boring, but at that point, I also kind of am criticizing something I do like, like Hyrule Warriors, and that's not what I'm doing here. What I'm the problem is is that like this is the fourth game Omega Force has released this year, and the ninth game. The Mega Force has released in the past two. Oh my freaking god! And they all play this fucking same. And you can say, well, no. Actually, you have to understand that, like Dynasty Warriors Nine, uh, was open world, and that's very different. And and the way that the, the fine nuances of each game is no, it's mashing buttons. Done. It's all the same crap over and over and over again. It's been that way since two thousand two. Obviously, you did not play Dynasty Warriors Nine because you had to collect a bunch of flowers and I'm, and make. Things. I'd much rather do you that did? than there, there were flowers rather, on the ground. You collect them. You could craft I'd much, things. I'd much rather do that than than. You don't remember that amazing mechanic in Dynasty Warriors Nine? It was a tremendous mechanic. I, I know. Change the fucking game. Press X to collect. And this is Press the fourth game in the series, and no one remembers past events of them. I. I Motherfucker, the no. Yellow Turban Rebellion, eat it. No, no, because here's here's my. See, <laughs> I just tried to not, rile him it's up. Not, it's not. It's not even 
like funny bad. It is just like how can we recycle a plot? I have it. Amnesia. Oh god. So now everybody's introducing themselves and of course because they've met before some of them, uh most of them, they're like, "Really that name sounds familiar." Oh god. And that's not the <laughs> just everybody keeps repeating the same shit. <coughs> it's killing me. <coughs> can you Excuse tell me. can you tell this is the first uh the first time Anthony's had to review a Warriors game? We've all been we've all been there, man. We've all had to but, do but, it. But but, 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 but uh, like the thing is, is I'm okay. The, the gameplay is remedial. I'm not upset with the gameplay, but cut out all the extra bullshit that you're trying to make this game seem deeper than it is. You can uh, take parts of weapons and and uh, fuse them to, together. How about just give me a weapon that's good? I, like. Give me a better character or some shit, but it doesn't matter because all I'm going to do is keep mashing the same buttons over and over again. Uh, people build up uh, relationships with one another. Great, so I can listen to them talk in Japanese in like a still frame cutscene. Hey, in Warriors oh Orochi, boy, this is such a payoff. In Warriors Orochi Let me start in my horse. Oh, the horse doesn't. The horse only moves slightly faster than my character, so what's the fucking point? Meters, meters, meters. Great, they're having dialogue while I'm playing. The dialogue's off to the left of the screen. Now he realizes so, and why. And it's all in Japanese, so I can't even hear them talking. So what's the goddamn point? Now he knows why and everybody fucking, runs. Hold on, what I'm I not say, there's, there's a, a map game. at the top corner, and they're like, stuff is going on. No shit. Everything's just filled with bad guys. Who gives a crap? Now you know why oh, everybody Zeus runs. Summoned, Zeus has summoned everybody to reasons. I don't... Fucking goddamn! This game sucks. And you know what the worst part is? It's not even like mechanically bad. It's just mechanically boring. I, uh, I love it. You you you've had your rite of passage. I can't. No, I can't, no, I haven't. Yeah, you totally I still haven't got my stupid fucking hyperdimension Neptunia thing, which I'm sure is just as fucking bad, if not worse. I think they stopped sending those games to sites that aren't like. Uh... Gucci Gucci waifu material sites anymore because we, we haven't got have one a, in a while. Listen, they, listen th- those sites those sites aren't giving that game a good score. Those good like no, that's bullshit. Oh, dude, they go they go deep into it. Let me let me believe you. Let me pull up a review of one of those sites that did the last one, and they're like, oh well, this time the uh, the uh, oh the last one had VR. Never mind. Uh, with, I, uh, I get so close, I can smell her. With my oh. wife, who is uh, you, you scratch the screen and it. She's uh, actually not twelve. She's actually a thousand years old. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, that doesn't make it not creepy. <laughs> Fucking. Oh shit. Uh, well, we we busted. Why is this... the cover? Why is the cover of this PS4 game suspiciously moist? We have um, uh, we have busted his warrior's cherry. So why don't we move on? Uh, when we get to a different okay, so, game. So let's let's talk about games that are good. Um. Uh, okay, so uh, last week I wasn't um, here because I was up north, which is, it snowed while I was there. It wasn't a lot of snow, but then it just was wet, slush everywhere. Um, but during that time, I played a 3DS. I actually played only 3DS because it's what I brought with me. Um, did anybody play any of the River City games that got released on 3DS? No, the last River City game I played was on the NES. Okay, did you enjoy that River City game? I mean, I remember having... I like the River City games. Yeah, I remember okay, having a The 3DS time. title is fantastic. It's got a great sense of humor. It expands upon the gameplay just enough 
but not too much, so it still feels like the old one. Um, but uh, wow, that is a great game with a lot of secrets. Um, anybody who really liked the Scott Pilgrim game, which aped a lot of um, the original River City, probably will love Tokyo Rumble. That's the first one on the 3DS. Um, it's a, a new problem. game in the series. I have a big problem Sorry? with the Scott Pilgrim game. What was so that? So you have big problems with the Scott Pilgrim game? The levels are way too fucking long. Oh yeah, this is not this. That is not the issue here. These are very small areas, and you travel around Tokyo. You finish. It usually ends with you beating one of the uh, gang bosses each time, and uh, you have a partner that goes around. And uh, there's a little side missions like some. One of them involves you just finding a dog. Another one find, uh, has you finding secret item shops, and other ones are just like. There's two jocks that come. Uh, a Bobo makes an appearance inside. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. A Bobo. Yeah. Yeah. One, the main villain has two A Bobo guys show up and they fight you and you fight them back. Bobo. Bobo. That was pretty uh, good. Um, yeah, there's a lot of charm to that game. Uh, there's two more. Um, there's. Oh god, um, Tokyo Rumble's the first one, and then there was the remake of the original River City, but with Kunio as the main character, which is the Japanese original character. And then there was one that was taking place in medieval times. Um, they're all fantastic. They're made by Arc System, I think. Or Arc System now owns the rights to River City and uh, the Kunio games. And uh, yeah, they're fantastic, but they're published by Natsume. Um, but they're fantastic games if you have a 3DS still charged and stuff. Um, they're different, and they were super enjoyable. I finished it. It's not very long, um, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, while I was up north, um, I had to get a lint roller because my grandparents' dog just sheds a lot. Um, so I went to the dollar store and found a video game in a dollar store, which was kind of weird. Um, it was, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name. I think it's Nicoli's because it's not... Nikolai's, because there's no A in it, uh, Pencil Puzzle, which is published by Konami and was made by Hudson, which is owned by Konami. Um, and it's Sudoku and some other pencil puzzles, but the presentation of it's really good. Um, it I like those types of games. It's nothing exciting, but I, I, it's the games I do when I'm got a little bit of time on my hands. But was it a dollar? To... Yeah, it was. It was like two bucks. That's not a dollar. Okay, well, you know what? Dollar stores are lies. Most of the stuff in there uh, is a dollar. It's anymore. the lies of America and apparently Canada that they call it a dollar store and everything is not a dollar. It's it's a dollar, and then within the small font, small text underneath, like or more. No, uh, that's the false advertising. Yeah, um, but it, I'm I'm surprised Bomberman shows up in the tutorial mode. Bomberman but, is Konami's whore. He's an yeah. That is um, true. But this was before Konami like really shit the bed. This is I think a 2011 game. It was just odd to see in a dollar store. Uh dollar dollar store asterisk. Um uh and then uh, I've been playing Soul Calibur 6 a bit. Fucking um right I picked up have. a copy for less money cuz there's some weird fault on the disc. Um it still plays just fine. Uh man, I'm really enjoying this game. Um it's <laughs> Probably be probably my favorite since three, which had a lot of different modes. Um, the uh, I don't know the names of the two modes. Uh, there's the RPG mode where you make a character. Libra of Souls. 
Yeah, that's really neat. Um, that's a really awesome sort of mode. Um, I do also like the story mode, the way that the timeline set up. Yeah, the it. character has different timelines. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a, it's probably my favorite Soul Calibur game. And it's getting uh, to be motherfucker. Yes, well, that's kind of the reason why I ended up caving and buying it. That plus, I keep seeing people that are like, "I'm playing Soul Calibur, and I really want to play Soul." Calibur. That's the, and I needed something good. to get the taste of Warriors Orochi four out of my mouth. That is the fucking just. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It just. Yeah. So yeah, I made my character. Um, I haven't played with all the like. I haven't. Um. Geralt, I haven't played him yet, and I'm kind of excited to see Did how he Did you just call fights. him Geralt? That, what's, what it's Geralt. Geralt. See, I don't play the game. Fucking so, like, Geralt? Just, Ugh, just stop. <laughs> I don't play the game. I've heard they're not very good. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like to call Speaking him Speaking of which, sorry, sorry to jump <gasps> out here, but uh, uh, did anybody see the first little teaser of uh, Henry... Cavill or Cable, however you pronounce his last name. Oh, yeah. He looks like Geralt. Legolas. He looks like what? He Legolas? Looks, he looks like Legolas a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure it's... it's They still gotta, they still gotta add, I'm sure, some stuff in post. Yeah, but... The white eye or the, the messed yeah. up eye. Yellow the, eyes. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the... I'm gonna wait until... Uh, I'm gonna wait until the full thing's out before I judge. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really I care do what think it... facially, with the exception of the butt chin, facially he looks like Geralt. <laughs> yeah. But, as long, and as I, long I see as a whole bunch good. of people complaining that he doesn't have a beard. He, he never had a beard in the books. As a matter of fact, he talks about liking to be clean shaven. So, well, it also I'm assuming they're starting closer to like the original Witcher, right? Well, it's, no, it's not. It's not based on the games. It's based on the books. Books, oh, okay, which take place before the games. But does I he think, have? Okay, didn't they already so, say it was going to take place during the Last Wish? Uh. I think they've said that it's in that time period. Okay. Does he have all of his scars then? Yeah, some of them. Okay. Yeah, he has some of them. I mean, I'll give Netflix the benefit of the doubt. They've done good by most things. So, yeah. you know. It, fuck, I have a Netflix subscription. I will watch it. If it sucks, oh well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the same way I feel about it. Yeah. I just like the fact that he wants to play the character, like he wants well, to play the character, which tells me that he at least is going to put some effort in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Is not only does he want to play the character, but he wants to play the character because he's read all the books and he's played the games. And he also ruined yeah. the DC universe by playing the character. Way to go! <laughs> Did you just say he ruined the DC universe? I know that's the joke. Oh, Work okay. with me here. Work with. Me. I was gonna say I don't. I don't. I don't know that that's the case. <laughs> I know someone ruined it. I might have been a director on it. I don't. I don't. I like those movies. I don't care. I'm sad to see him go. I liked him as Superman. Oh, he looked like Superman. He quit. Yeah, he's out. He's out of uh, DC. He movies. and Affleck both, right? Affleck's trying to get out. I don't think he's got out yet. Oh, okay. I mean, they're they're going forward with that Batman solo movie, right? Yeah, and apparently he's not playing Batman in that movie, from what I'm hearing. What are they doing? Uh, they're, it's, it, I think, truthfully, a lot of it is they've tried to make it, they tried to go too fast, and the fans are just ripping apart every DC movie that comes out, whether it's good or not. Did you hear that Wonder Woman is bad now? 
like what? The, the the first one. Yeah, the, the one that came out that everybody loved when it came out. It now sucks. If you go on the internet, that was not a good movie. <sighs> what so. A bunch of I mean, gosh, man. People First just, off, it's, it's you can't just a misery. to those people. Yeah. So, I i don't know. I, I like a lot of those movies. I will admit a lot of them have a lot of problems. Um, Warner Brothers did not manage that very well. They should have done a lot better than they did, but they tried to rush to catch up to Marvel. I mean, can't they just get Christopher Nolan to do them? He's yeah. produced all of them. Get him to direct. Uh, he knows how to direct them. He's out doing his own movies. You know, he the, did that. What was it called? The, Fuck. movie? The, the World War II movie. Uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yes, which I finally watched. That was a good movie. But, um, I don't know. You know, it's, it, it doesn't help that uh, DC's media output, um, a lot like Omega Force. No. Um, <laughs> they, the... Animated stuff and their TV shows are generally, you know, perceived to be better by fans than their movie output. Doesn't help, you know. I I don't know. It's being a DC fan. I enjoy it. I'm super stoked for Creepy Puppets Aquaman. Like that. <laughs> it took me a second to realize what you're, my Creepy Puppets. That's his name on Twitter. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't realize that. I don't yeah. follow him on Twitter. I. I... I love his movies. Like, all of his movies he's done, I've loved. So, I'm excited. Well, and it also helps that Aquaman looks fun. Aquaman looks great. I, I like love they, they, that guy as Aquaman. I can't... Uh, Jason Momoa. Momoa. I, lo- I love Momoa. him as Aquaman. He's great. I can't believe in 2018 I'm saying I'm excited for an Aquaman movie, but here we well, are. Aquaman gets a lot of shit, <laughs> but he has some of the coolest fucking powers. <laughs> he can talk to fish. Well, he can too. talk to fish. He can talk to fish. He can make people's heads explode with psychic powers. Oh my She's god, done. there was a gif on the internet the other day that had voices, and it was Aquaman and the Submariner, and it was some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. I wish I'd have tagged it, because it was hilarious. Anyway, we're totally off topic. Video games, what else were we talking about? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Did you play anything else? And if you no, talk about Warriors Smoke Orochi Calder. one more time, I'm going <laughs> to slap you. You did this to me. Everybody gets one. Oh, okay, you. that's how that works. Everybody gets one. Um, Sometimes two if you're the one who doesn't have a lot of reviews on your plate. <laughs> Anything else? No, I think that's it. All right, Wombat, we'll move on to you. All right, so I have played Red Dead. Yeah. Um and uh I'm continuing to to make my way through that. Uh I am still in uh chapter 2. Uh, but I am making my way through story missions so that I can get out of chapter 2. Um The Hinterlands. Man oh man that game is so good. And uh it's I don't know. The the characters are all really good. The story is really good. It's just really good. Yeah, what kills me is like everybody I've talked to is still in chapter 2. And yeah. I'm like, you haven't even got to the best part of that fucking game. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So I'm oh. trying to make my way through it. And um, But there's just so I think that's the thing is, so there's so much side stuff to do, but it feels, um, it feels connected into the world. It's not just like, go get me three of these. Um... Like that, you have to get food for your camp, and 
Um, like you said, if you earn money for the camp, you can upgrade it and do different things with it. Um, the there's side missions with your um, uh, gang mates. Like I did one um, a couple days ago, a side mission with uh, one of the members of the gang, and uh, it ended up being really, really cool. Um, so there's just I don't know that the, the content in it is really good, and the environment is insane. Uh, it's it's just insane how good the game looks, yep. and um, all the different variety in uh, environment. Uh, I mean, you could you could honestly play this game. And, uh, you know, spend most of your time hunting and still, I think, have a pretty good time. Um, so, like, any of the little systems in the game, I think you can have fun with just doing those and not even playing the main stuff. So, I'm uh, I'm super into it, as I expect it to be. So, uh, I can't really comment on how it relates from a Game of the Year perspective until I finish it, um, or at least get pretty deep in the story. Uh, but I'm I'm loving it so far, and I'm not even, you know, I, I know some people have complained about the fact that it's a Rockstar ass Rockstar game from a control standpoint, uh, but it doesn't even really bother me because once um, control stuff like that, usually once I'm in the game and playing it, um, I just get used to it quick. You know, what I mean, it's just I, I don't I don't have a lot of holdover. I don't feel like generally game to game. Um, you know, half hour in and I'm, I'm already used to the controls. As a matter of fact, I saw some people saying, Hey, you know, the game seems to control a lot better. If you change it to the standard FPS control scheme, um, I tried to change it to that just to see, and I can't do it. I am too used to the way it controls now. So I had to turn it back, but, um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really digging that game. Um, I'm excited. Are you excited uh, to... I am uh, to see how online works. I am, yeah, actually, really excited. I, and what's what's kind of funny is I never played Grand Theft Auto Online. Um, I feel like Grand Theft Auto Online um, really sort of took off in terms of the people that I knew that were playing it once it got to next gen consoles. Uh, and yeah. I only ever had it on 360. So oh. um, the uh, uh, so I never really played GTA online, but I am really excited to see how um, this game plays out online. It seems to have, like, the first Red Dead seemed to have more, like, co-op missions that you could do with friends instead of just being yep. an open-world, kind of kill-everybody mode. Yep. So that's well, I'm just thinking with all the hunting and stuff, the fact that, I like, people will... Because in GTA, there's really only, you know, three ways to make money. Well... I guess one, but it's events. But like you know, you can race a lot to make money. Uh, you can compete against each other to make money, or you can do the heists to make money. I wish the the heists it. are the, my favorite part of GTA Five. But I, I don't hate, like the fact that you're, yeah, you have to have a crew. Yeah, you got to have like five or six people to do them online, and I just don't know five or six people with two or three hours to do that. With. Yeah, and then if you fail, you're back to the beginning of a certain portion of it. But with the fact that like. I know it came off really critical for RDR2, but, um, you know, with the, like, the hunting aspect of it is its own, basically its own game. And um, I haven't done it yet, but I've seen that there's fishing and everything that it'll allow people to make money in different ways is really neat. Um, it means that people online will be playing differently. And this game, 
as punishing it is for single player. I haven't gone back to it yet, but like the fact that um, you know you do one thing wrong and you have a bounty on your head will sort of stop all that chaotic nonsense that GTA Online had, where people are driving through with tanks and just killing other players and everything. Because this game really comes down on you for doing anything wrong. So if that's brought over to multiplayer as well, uh, I think the online experience will be more enjoyable, at least for me, um, than it was on GTA. Well, you'll be able to see it at the end of the month. Is it really the end of the month? I thought it was like next year. Beta starts at the end of the month. Uh, Yeah, beta starts at the end of the month. Yeah, I'll wait till it's completed, because as someone that jumped into GTA online, right? I'm I'm good. Man, how many we were two weeks out after the launch of that game... I haven't seen a lot of people talking spoilers online. I, I think Which is that's good. A, that's a good thing. I think everybody's stuck in Chapter 2. Yeah, but it's it was out there the day of. Like, I just did a... Oh. I just gauged it to see if somebody had posted it somewhere, and it is totally there. Like, thumbnails on YouTube, and yeah. Yeah, thankfully, I'm, I've am i muted all the Red Dead Redemption stuff, so... Yeah, it's, it's out there, and... I'll tell you what, I still play that game. After having finished all six chapters in both epilogues, I'm still playing that game. It's both, awesome. Both epilogues? Yeah, there's two. Nice. The okay. epilogue, the two epilogues are long enough to be their own game, if you wanted them to be. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. So, yeah. Um, so, other than that, I uh, my son and I played some Rocket League yesterday. Um, uh, I watched my son finish the mall. Oh, uh, yeah. the, the old Xbox Live Arcade game because it's free game. on Game Pass. That game's uh, adorable. I love that game. Yeah, I forgot how fun it was. I miss um, Twisted Pixel. They used to make some really cool games. They did used to make some really fun games. And actually, all of their games, I think, are on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, I think they are. Comic Jumper's on there. Yep, um, both Splosion Mans both are on there. Both Splosion Mans are on there. Man, they made fun games. They did. Um... And then I played some, um, I don't know, some uh, NES games just kind of because I felt like it. So I went back and played uh, Double Dragon 2 and forgot how bullshit the platforming in that game is. (laughs) Um, uh, To Anthony's uh, joy, I played um, Adventure Island 1 and 2. Which the first one was a the reason yeah. I say to Anthony's joy. The first one was a remake of Wonder Boy. Yeah, and then it spun off into its own series. Which yep. uh, if you really like that first Wonder Boy game, how many were there? Four on NES? Three what? or four? Uh, Adventure Island. Yeah. Three. Okay, and then they had the Super Adventure Island, and then I think it was Super Adventure Island Two was a the Wonder Boy clone of the later Wonder Boy. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, where he had a sword for some reason, and you could collect armor, and it was a big Metroidvania sort of thing. God I don't think I ever played that one. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic game. It has a weird overworld like um, Donkey Kong Country Three. Oh, okay. So you kind of boat between islands and everything, and you have to have certain armor to go into. It's a really good game. It's hard to find, so maybe we have to find it through other means. But um, yep. they're both fantastic. I love that series as much as I love because Wonder Boy dropped that sort of gameplay after the first one and went into kind of what I preferred with the Wonder Boy series. And Adventure Island does it way better, honestly. Yeah. The second one, Adventure Island 2 is one of my favorite games on the NES. So I uh, 
I played some of that. Did they introduce uh, the dragons in that one, or is that three? Yeah, that's the one with the, the dinosaur that's, dragon. Those are kind of guys. Those are awesome. The yeah. art style on that is the, the cartoon art, art style is fantastic. Yep, really, really good. Um, and that's pretty much all I played. All right. Uh, I'll wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. Wrap You'll it take up. it. So I checked out World of Final Fantasy on Xbox One. That's still, what do you think? That's still a cool game. Um, looks real good in 4K. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting deeper into that game. I know it is a rather long game. So uh, I played the prologue mission of Hitman 2. That is still some Hitman-ass Hitman. I still am terrible at Hitman. Uh, I don't. I can't speak much to that game. I know Jay is reviewing it. He's digging deep, deep into that game, but I just did not have the time. So I literally just played the prologue mission, which is pretty cool. Um, I booted up Mass Effect Andromeda because it got a secret 4K patch this week. That game looks real good in 4K. Is it uh, better to play? I like Andromeda. Everybody gives that game shit. I liked it. I get why people were upset about parts of that game, but I still enjoyed that game. Wasn't the gameplay fine in that? Gameplay's fine. It's it's the story that was... The... <sighs> People seem to have an issue with the story and some of the mechanics in the game, and I truthfully just do not. Like, I played that game probably for 50, 60 hours. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Uh, uh, last two games I played. I fell in love with a little game that came out a few weeks ago. I had been debating getting it, and then for some reason I didn't think it was coming to Xbox, and then it did, and then, you know, I get the indie games every week that come in, and I played Chasm. I played a bunch of Chasm. Whoa, 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 isn't that a roguelite? No. It is a no. Metroidvania-style... Um, the the hook to this one is that it seeds the world before you start. <clears throat> so... Uh-huh. It basically builds the world that you're going to play in. And there are certain parts of it that are always going to be there, like you're always going to get the abilities at certain points. There's always the same boss at the end of every dungeon. Um, and then the traversal is always going to be gated by things like double jump and hanging on walls and things like that, and they're all available in certain levels. Uh, what changes is the level layout and the enemy layout is what it seeds. So you start a game, it seeds the entire world. It doesn't randomly generate it every time you play. It just randomly generates it from the beginning. That has to be the smartest <laughs> approach to that type of game. See, I thought when I saw it, and maybe that's just because, unfortunately, people give it that sort of tag of um, roguelite because it does randomly generate part- parts of it. Uh, I assumed it was another just randomly generated game that has metroidvania attached to it because you go through like sort of a semi-open world no um, it's so it's kind of just wrote this off that's actually really nice to hear yeah it's got the standard like you know square based map that you can see um different areas in there's like shortcuts you can hit that will take you to different spots on the map um you gr- you gain levels you earn equipment that you can equip um you can get different weapons different weapons have different attack you know animations based on you know how heavy they are. They also do more damage. Um, you can craft things. You eventually get a magic item that you can throw, which serves as kind of your projectile. Um, you can attack candles and get things out of them, like Castlevania. It's, it's it was literally like a bowl of comfort food when I started playing it. Um, 
because the jumping feels great, the you know the combat feels good. The enemies all have very telegraphed movements. When you see them, you learn what kind of. And once you kill so many of them, it unlocks them in the bestiary, which is cool. Um, the game is just kind of what I needed after all these giant fucking open world games I've been playing for the past month. Um, and I'm just really having a ball with it. Like I'll pop it on and play for an hour or two, and then you know drop out. But it's. I highly recommend this game. It is really good. And it's really fun. And it definitely has that Metroidvania vibe. Um, the other game that I played a little bit of was Road Redemption, which is a spiritual successor to Road Rash. So you are on a motorcycle racing, um, hitting people with bats and crowbars, things like that. The thing I did not know about this game is that it's a randomly generated game. What does that mean? So, when you boot, there's a campaign mode and there's a single race mode. If you go into the campaign mode, it's literally endless. So you start, it gives you an event. The event could be kill ten people, um, finish at least third in this race, uh, make it this far without dying kind of missions, and then it'll tally your points, give you XP, you can unlock... Uh, perks that will continue through, but once you run out of health, it starts over. And every track before you race it is randomly generated, so it generates the cars, the enemies, the level design, all of that stuff. So it's kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I played through, like, two or three runs, and I'm like, yeah, this feels good, it looks good, it's, uh, Stuff like that road rash vibe. You can kick left and right. You can punch better than road rage that came out. Dude, I don't want to talk about that game. (laughs) That game is terrible. And if you ever boot it up, you should probably just punch yourself in the face. Throw your your console. Yeah, that's a bad game. This game is at least good. It's fun. It's enjoyable. I just don't know that I like its structure. So, were you racing? See, okay. So, I've never played the original. Road Rash games. Oh my god, go remedy that shit right now. Yeah, I will. Um, uh, sure. Um, well, they're great games. They really are. I, I believe you. Were, were those on an actual course, or was it a straight line? No, it was a of... course. It, like, there oh, were courses. Okay. Yeah. So it was like a straight up arcade racer where the, the only difference it was a motorcycle racing game where you could hit people. Is essentially I, what it was. I always assumed, just from watching gameplay of it, that it was. Um, uh, like like um outrun or where you kind of just are going down a linear sort of road. So I, that's the reason why I asked. Yeah, no, it was it was literally okay. just like here's a race from point A to point and then B. You kick a guy. In then the you face can hit people with chains and bats and things, which that's what this has. And the perks that you can earn in between levels is stuff like um, your nitro feels faster or your uh, uh, melee weapon does more damage and things like that. So. Like I said, I don't know how I feel about it. And when when you do start over, you lose all the points. Because you earn points while you're playing, and you use those points to buy the perks. And then when you finish the run, you spend them on the perks. But if you don't spend them, then you just lose them. Which I think is also kind of shitty. Because there were a couple perks that I was like 100 points shy of. And it's like, well, you can spend it on this perk that you don't really want. Or you can just lose it. So, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big fan of those kind of structures, but the gameplay was nice and tight, and it felt good, and it was fun, so it's like, eh, maybe I'll give this a run and see where it ends up. 
Um, but I think that's it. Like I told you, Jirai booted up Call of Cthulhu and played through the intro until you wake up in the office, but I have not played any more past that. Jeez. I mean, I don't have time to... St- like, I played it and I was like, okay, I dig this, so I will come back to this. Yeah. Um, but I certainly don't want to start it right now because I need to finish what I'm playing. I will also be reviewing Darksiders and Just Cause, so I want to leave myself open for those. Darksiders is a game I keep forgetting is coming out this year, and every time I remember, I'm like, oh, I'm excited for that. <laughs> it's a week from Tuesday, I believe. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I, well, you, we, dude, we're in, we're straight up November, so. Yeah, but I, see, that's the thing. I, I figured, I thought it was more further into November where, when it came out. Well, I mean, it, it is, uh, what's a week I from, suppose. a week from Tuesday is the 19th, so. Yeah, I still thought it was closer to the end of the month. Alright, so let's talk about what is coming out this week. Speaking of, we have uh, Aces of Luftwaffe, Squadron Nebelskischquader. I can't, that's a German word, I can't say that. Uh, Chim Party. I imagine that's a monkey party of some sort. Uh, Emerald Shores. Fortnite, the Deep Freeze Bundle. Whatever that, I don't play Fortnite, I don't know what that is. Can I just say, I think I know what this is. I'm not sure, but uh, I walked into a Walmart the other day, and on the shelf, uh, with all their bargain games, are physical copies of Fortnite. But they aren't. It's just a voucher to download, but they have a bunch of plastic cases on the shelf that say Fortnite. Um, yeah. So I'm assuming that's what this is. Well, there were Fortnite was available physically when they first launched. Right, when it first launched. And yeah. then those were not available anymore. Because that was the Save the World version um, before they added the Battle Royale. And now, no, this is a blue cover with like a generic sort of soldier-looking character on it. And yeah, it says Fortnite in big letters, and then in the corner it says download code. Fortnite's in the news a couple times later, but we'll talk about that uh, then. There's also Gnome's Garden New Home. Uh, sorry, Nose Garden? Gnome's. Gnomes. Like gnomes, like underpants gnomes. That makes far more sense. I was like, okay, I need to know more about this nose garden. Uh, if you didn't pay stupid amounts of money for Hitman 2, the final, like, regular version is out this week. Uh, just deal with it. Knowledge is power decades. My riding stables life with horses. Yay. You're getting a review code. <laughs> uh, you're, and you're reviewing it. Uh, Project High Rise Architects Edition. Runner 3, Shadow of is the that, Tomb Raider. Oh. Well, 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 Runner 3? Yeah. Is that it for Runner? Uh, Magic yeah, Spavis it is, but is it, coming out on diff- is it coming out on PS4? That's, I'm reading PS4 releases right now. Oh, perfect. I thought that was going to be a Switch-only thing until the end of time. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, The Forge, which is the first DLC pack. Spyro, Reignited Trilogy. Uh, Swords and Soldiers 2, Shormageddon. Uh, the Golf Club 2019 featuring the PGA Tour. The Sims 4 Seasons. Fallout 76. That's out this week. Oh, God. Yeah, welcome to November, Drew. <laughs> Are they going to send a code? Yeah, I'm assuming they'll send a code probably this week. But Okay, because I had to delete the beta because, well, I had to make room for <laughs> Battlefield. You had to yeah. delete the beta because it would have deleted itself no matter what. That's true. Um... I'm assuming we'll, I'm assuming that review codes for that won't go live until the game does, since it's an online game. Would be my right. assumption. Uh, Melbit's World, 
My Hero 1's Justice playable character Inasa Yorashi. I don't know who that is. The Long Journey Home. YouTuber's Life OMG Edition. What? Uh, Battlefield 5, the Deluxe Edition. Monkey King, Master of the Clouds. Uh, new character for SNK Heroines, Miss X. Ticket to Ride. Still won't make that game good. What? I said it still won't make that game good. Nothing can make that game good. Just letting you know. Ticket to Ride, Word Hunters, Distrust, Mars Chaos Menace. Apparently the quiet man. I thought that was already out. Whatever. Nobody cares. Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Uh, see if anything different on Xbox One. These usually overlap. So, uh, nope. All the same stuff for Xbox One. Anything for 3DS? We had one last week. Nope. Nothing for 3DS. Time for the crazy Switch releases. A lot of the stuff we've already talked about. Also, a game called Gris, which a lot of people are talking about. I don't know much about it. Uh, SNK 40th Anniversary Collection. Um, I guess I could have talked about that. I forgot the embargo dropped. I have been playing that. One of the coolest things about that collection is you can watch a speed run of any game that's on the collection. And if you want, at any point, you can pick up where they're playing. Which I think is a that's really, that's a really fucking cool feature. So, um, the quality of the games now, on it are are they are what they are. They're SNK old, you know, eighties, nineties games. But now that's is that that's is that a way to kind of continue progress then too? Yeah, yeah, you can continue oh, okay. and then like do a save state and like like there's a ton of options. Oh, there's a save state option then. Okay, I was gonna say because that's I mean. If, it's a neat way, I guess, to get you back to where you were. But if there's a safety option, that's awesome too. Yeah. So if like you don't like if you pick up a game and you just want to watch somebody play it, and then you can literally just press a button. It plays like a video. Like there's even like a timeline down at the bottom, and you can scrub through it and and go to any part that you want. And then if you see a part that you want to play, you just hit a button and you literally jump in where they are. Damn. Which is really fucking cool. Like I was curious how it would work, and I booted it up and I was like watching them play through Athena. And they got about, I don't know, two quarters or two thirds of the way through the game, and I just pressed a button, literally took control of the character and started playing. So that thing is neat. Um I wish it was coming out on more things, but right now it's only Switch. Uh Chalk Dash Carnival. I don't know what that is. Uh Palm Reading Premium. <laughs> what the fuck? Yikes. Uh, yeah. I dude, I'm let me butcher the name of this game. Geshizu Gaijigaji Nakama wo soda te you. Move on. Thank you. Uh Hopiko. Uh Johnny Turbo's arcade heavy barrel. Mace Space Shooter. Uh that reminds me of that. Was that song? The Great Space Coaster. Um, Mimpy Dreams. Mother Russia Bleeds. Mimpy Dreams. Mimpy Dreams. Uh, Rocket Mimpy Rocket. Mimpy Dreams is actually a pretty fun little uh, platformer. 
starring a little uh, white dog. That's out on Switch this week. Uh, rockets, rockets, rockets. That's all one word, all capitals. It's like tank, tank, tank. Yeah. Soap Dodgem. That's a prison game, right? Uh, see what he did there. <laughs> Solitaire Battle Royale. Uh, <laughs> I just thought of that real fast. Oh, God. Oh, I'm, I'm picturing 52 cards being dropped on an island. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it just hit me when I read it. I was like, oh, God, 52 cards dropped on an island. Who will survive? Um, Ten boy. Uh, <laughs> the ultimate 52 card <laughs> I can see the tagline now See like the ace of spades running around With like a AR-15 shooting Other cards Only if ace of spades By motorhead plays in the background Yeah Ace of spades With Victor Vran as guest star <laughs> Dude we, I think we just came up with the next best game yeah. uh, Circle of Sumo uh, Toast Time Smash Up. And then the biggest Switch games releasing this week are Civilization 6 and Pokemon Let's Go. Eevee and Pikachu. Yeah. Okay. PC games. PC games. Ready for the PC games? Uh, let's see. To make it clear, I'm never ready for the PC games. So, they've done it. They've gone and done it. Hentai game for hentai? No, 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 no. There's no hentai here. There is a game coming out on PC this week. All capital letters, two words, called Video Game. Wow. I finally did it. They did it. <laughs> Let me go look that up real quick. You do that okay. while I read you the next game on this list. Oh, no. He's laughing already. This isn't good. Red Dead Hentai Horse. <laughs> Oh God! Fuck off! Okay, I'm. I'm. I. I have n- no good sense. I'm gonna search that. Um, there's a red g- dead hentai horse, there's or g- someone's gonna beat me to it. There you go. Oh. I'm just looking up video what? game, but I can't find it. You looked it up? Yeah, it's not on Steam. Okay, so video I- game doesn't exist. I swear it's I swear Red Dead Hentai Horse is just done so someone like us would read the name out. Like it has from the looks of it nothing to do with I mean there's a horse that's about it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe his that. name is Red Dead. I don't know. The Hentai Horse's name is Red Dead. I'm watching a video of it and it looks like Mario Galaxy but a anime girl horse. Okay. All right, I'm gonna move on. There's God, some other. There's Drew, some other. you're a hell of a lot braver than me to pull up a video of that. Yeah, yeah it automatically plays. You're, you bring you're it probably on, on a list now. You realize? <laughs> I'm sure. It's, so it's similar games to what you have played, Wreckfest. <laughs> sure, sure. I got, I got more, dude. This is a good week. Hold on. Oh, I found video game. I found video game. Okay. Well, I don't understand what the hell's going on. It looks bad. It's a local multiplayer action arcade game. Curve the ball past your opponents and dash to save goal last second. So it's air hockey, the game. All, All right. right. I got, I, this is a good week. We've got, 
This one makes me laugh because it says early access in parentheses after it, but it's drunk dad early access. <laughs> All right, we also have gangsta sniper. <laughs> We've got hentai and your life. Ugh. Oh, anything else on here that's really good? Those one. See, like you, you can tell when they're not even trying. There's hentai arcade lustful girls. Like that's, come on. There's um. So I'm At least gonna be say clever. right now, gangster, gangsta, gangsta sniper. Sorry, gangsta sniper. It should just be sniper. Uh, it looks like crap, but there does seem to be a screenshot of one character kicking another character in the dick. So. Okay. Well, you can't beat that. No. I always just picture him holding the sniper rifle sideways. He's not, even, he's not a sniper, though. He's got a machine gun. Well, that's not a sniper game. Yeah, this is false advertising. <laughs> just very disappointed. Oh, boy. There is some shit coming out. There's the eight. Oh, because these were all so, so much quality before. Yeah. Just... Holy crap. I have to read this. Okay. Oh, no. I looked up Drunk Dad. <laughs> The Russian Early one? access. It's the Russian one. So yeah, okay. it's 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 Russian letters slash drunk dad. I'm assuming it says, it says drunk dad in Russian. I I may have to translate that one. But about this game, <clears throat> this game is in the genre horror. Sure. In the game, Russian whatever drunk slash drunk dad, you have to collect all the papers that dad left for you near the house because he is now very bad. And if they do not collect, the father will die. Oh, good. Sam dad is not in a state and even aggressive. So it is better not to catch his eye to help you only a flashlight and their own strength. Good luck. Okay. So I'm looking at footage of this, and it looks like that um, Slenderman game, but instead you, you, your drunk dad's coming after you. All right. Tasteful. I got two more before we move on. We've got Toilet Simulator and a Bible Test. Bible Bi- Test? Bible Test. Is that like Johnny Test, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! It's it's a it's been a week. It's been a week. Want to do some news? Right. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google Translate what that Russian word okay. is. All right. While he's doing that, we're gonna move on to news. Sounds good. Welcome. Oh man. Go ahead. You got it. Uh, hang on. It's apparently Bulgarian. Oh, okay. And I need to translate it to English. English would help, yeah. Sweet. Buhoy Batya. Okay, that doesn't help anything. I went to school with him. (laughs) Let's do some news. Welcome to 2015. The Nintendo Switch finally got a YouTube app. Hey. Yeah, so now you can watch your favorite YouTuber stream Fortnite on your Fortnite playing device. Go. Which you could also do if you have an iPhone. True, but who has those? Nobody has one of those. Uh, Final Fantasy XV did a stream this week. Remember all that DLC that was still coming? It's not coming no more. They canceled it. Except for the Arden DLC. That's still coming. 
Yeah. As is the comrades thing, right? The... Well, the comrades was already done. They're just unpackaging it from Final Fantasy 15. Finally, uh, it also in this uh, director Hajime Tabata has left Square Enix. And good for him. I mean, bad for me because I liked his work, but good for him because he had to keep picking up slack from other people. He also started his own studio and Square Enix. At this point in the game, you've got to feel like Square Enix is the most mismanaged company on the planet because they posted a $33 million loss. And it's like... I can tell you whose fault that is. How about they stop giving the guy who's taken a decade to do one fucking game to, you know, and then having him do all the artwork for other games. Like, geez, no wonder he can't finish shit. He has to design all the characters for other games. He's the artist and he's the director of nearly every Final Fantasy game. So, yeah, Square Enix had a bad week as far as that. Kingdom Hearts still isn't out. Just take, like, and it still might not be. They say it's, you know, coming out, but... mm. They showed more, but I'll wait. I heard a very interesting insider story yesterday. I will not give up my sources, because I don't do that. But apparently the reason Kingdom Hearts is not coming out until January... The game's done. It's finished. It was initially supposed to launch in November. But the reason that it got pushed is because GameStop stepped in and told Square Enix that they should not release it in November. GameStop's right. Absolutely, 100%. They are 100% correct. But that's why it's not out. The game's actually done. It's ready to ship. Just that to hear that they even thought of releasing it in November is such a Square Enix thing to do, and then they'll go, "Well, it's the Western audience's fault that this didn't sell well." Like, no, it's your shitty mismanagement of everything. You announced a Final Fantasy VII remake and didn't have a director at the time, and it's the director of Kingdom Hearts, and he didn't even know he was the director until you had a meeting. Just... Also, that game's never coming out. No, because he, he, this... Oh, no, God, what's no, his that, name? That, that'll uh, never come Nomura. out. Nomura has to do all the artwork for other, other things, too. That's the reason why everybody has bloody zippers. <laughs> oh, that... I'll leave that joke alone. Let's move on. Uh, Nintendo is removing um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate's Native American reference, which was a Game & Watch emote, I believe. Yeah. So there's that happening. I um, mean... That the, just my fear is with this that they change because they do the game and watch gallery games. Uh, they haven't done one in years, mind you. But my fear is that they change it in all of those as well, um, like from the original game instead of just acknowledging like, "Hey, this was shitty of us, but here's the original." Um, I don't care that they did it in Smash as much as the fact that it's what they did back in the past with Fire Attack. Um, like, are they going to change all that artwork there, too, if they ever reissue that? Probably. Just the same with Disney. It's an, it's an issue of not acknowledging the mistakes you made in the past and, you know, irritating shit. So let's talk about how much uh, Red Dead Redemption sold. Red Dead Redemption 2 has moved 17 million copies in eight days. To put that in perspective... That is more than the first game sold in eight years. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite announced that they are getting, they are partnering with the NFL 
to create skins for each team. So there will be a Fortnite skin for every NFL team. Speaking of Battle Royale skins, PUBG also announced two skins this week. Harley Quinn and the Joker. You want you, you to know how much they cost? Too much fucking money. To get the full Harley Quinn set, it's $25. What? $25. That is insane. Yeah. PUBG is... Um, Mm. We'll talk about PUBG more in a minute. Uh, I'm just checking to see if there's anything else before I go into the XO18 news stuff. Uh, I think... Let's go ahead and jump into that. And if I see anything else, we'll jump back to it. Crackdown 3 got an official release date. It is February 15th. They also introduced a new mode, a multiplayer mode called Wrecking Zone, which pits two teams of five against each other in a completely destructible arena. And it looks kind of rad. Also, if you want to catch up on Crackdown, uh, Microsoft is giving away the first game on Xbox One from now until November 30th. The game is backwards compatible on Xbox One and also X-enhanced, so if you have a 4K TV, it is uh, available in full 4K. So, Crackdown looks pretty good. I hope it's good. Forza Horizon 4 announced the new DLC, Fortune Island. They're claiming it's their biggest DLC they've ever done. Um... It will be set off, I guess, a new area within the game. They'll add it. It'll also have inclement weather, such as thunderstorms, um, high winds, and things like that. Forts has always done good DLC. I'm sure this one will be great. Microsoft also announced they were adding 16 games to Game Pass by the end of the year. Or actually, sorry, not by the end of the year, because there's a couple on here that aren't out till next year, I believe. Uh, but the highlights were PUBG, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, and Ori and the Blind Forest. They also announced the sequel to Ori, The Will of the Wisps, will also go into Game Pass Day 1. And they announced that the game Mutant Road, um, Mutant, was it Mutant Year Road Zero or whatever, that'll be in Game Pass, as well as a new game from former Bioshock director, uh, what was it called? Something Bastard. I don't have it in front of me. Hmm. Void Bastard is a new um, shooter from the former director of Bioshock that will be in Game Pass day and date when it launches. So that was one of the new games announced at XO18. Looks cool. Looks like, uh, you remember 13? I remember 13. Yeah, it's kind of got the same art style, cel-shaded, kind of cartoony look to it. Uh, Microsoft also announced that they will be holding a ton of Black Friday deals for their hardware and software. $100 off uh, machines, which puts the Xbox One X at $399. Uh, they'll also do a bunch of discounts on games. State of Decay 2 is getting some new free DLC uh, in November. It's called Zed Hunter. Sea of Thieves is getting an update with a new PvP arena. Devil May Cry 5 was also at XO18. They announced the new Void mode, which is essentially a practice mode. Uh, Final Fantasy 13 Trilogy will be backwards compatible on Xbox One next week. And Civ Rev is also getting a 4K update. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I I know a lot of people are down on Final Fantasy 13, but it's kind of been weird that they haven't been backwards compatible. Well, the whole trilogy is now coming to Xbox One backward compatible. 
Microsoft announced uh, keyboard and mouse support for 14 games, including Fortnite. So you'll be able to start using keyboard and mouse on Xbox One games starting, I believe it's November 14th. So this week. And... Finally, they announced the the acquisition of two new studios, uh, starting with NXIL Entertainment, the studio behind Wasteland and the Bard's Tale, and finally, the oft-rumored Obsidian Entertainment is now under the wings of Microsoft. They are the teams that have built games such as Knights of the Old Republic, South Park, The Stick of Truth, and Fallout New Vegas. So, those are now two more first-party studios within Microsoft. I really hope the best for Obsidian, because I know they've been screwed in the past. So, uh, I'm excited. Pillars of Eternity, right? Yes, Pillars of Eternity. Um, that was their newest game, was Pillars of Eternity 2, right? Yeah, apparently it sold garbage. sold like 100,000 copies. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> I think Exile and um, Obsidian were both companies that were looking to maybe not make it going forward, because they weren't making enough money. So this is good for them because now they've got money and support. So hopefully they can get back to just making really, really good Western RPGs. Which both studios said that's what they will be working on at Microsoft. Good. So. You can always use more of those. Yep. It's good to see studios not closing and instead getting picked up and giving the chance to make more games. Because we can, can always use more games and a lot of these independent studios are trying this Patreon approach and I think a lot of people are kind of getting, you know, fatigued on paying for things up front like that, like kind of fund my game thing. I think that's kind of run its course. So it's good that they'll just be able to continue to make games. And it works for Microsoft because now they can say, oh, we have this in our portfolio only on our system. So there is that. But I think that's all the big, big news for this week. Uh, the Game Awards are coming. I know that Devil May Cry will be there because they announced that. Also, at XO18, they announced Winter of Arcade, but they will not show the games until the Game Awards for some weird reason. So, I bet you Below is in there. <laughs> we got an email. You want to read an email? If you'd like to send us an email, you can send it to podcasts at ztgd.com. We'll read it on the air. We won't make fun of it, I swear. I can't speak for Drew. He might make fun of it. That's not true. Anyway, this email comes from Antonio. He says, I hopped into Bulletstorm since it was free on PS Plus, and man, it feels much more fun than the last-gen version, especially because it's 60 FPS on current-gen. It's a shame that it never got a sequel. So what have you guys been watching recently? I finished up the last, the latest season of Daredevil and Ozark, uh, the latest episode of Titans and stupidly started uh, Haunting of Hill House in the middle of the night. Well, um, Laura and I just finished watching The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I heard that's getting sued by a satanic group. It is. Uh, the reason why is because they're using images of Satan. <laughs> his, his PR person is pissed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently the Church of Satan has like a copyrighted image <laughs> of Satan. And they used it. I'm sorry. And they didn't get permission to use it. Is it a selfie of Satan? <laughs> no, it's like the goat head thing. 
Yeah, and you really don't want to use that. Uh, you might, you know, they're they're a little bit afraid his image might be tarnished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. They don't want him. They don't uh, want him shown in a bad light. I'm just saying. Right. I thought I, I thought that uh, Sabrina was okay. Um, it's in the same vein as like Riverdale, which takes place in the same universe. Um, well, they're both much, Archie comics. So yeah, uh, there's no. As far as I can tell, there is no characters that show up in each, um, mainly because Sabrina's owned by Netflix and Riverdale was the CW. It's okay, I guess. This is weird that we're talking about Archie Comics and Sabrina the Teenage Witch in 2018. It's a weird, it's a weird day. Well, it's let's all say, Archie Comics has now. Let's let's take. So why don't you take Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Supernatural it to the point where people like get their throat slashed and I was gonna say it's very R-rated, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there's. I mean, like, I don't think the original show. <laughs> no, it was on like no. Nickelodeon, dude. But did yeah. they did they ever say where they got their source of power? No, uh, I don't remember them ever saying they did. This okay. is based off a specific comic book called "The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina." Okay, so they they straight up just say, "Yeah, we get our powers from Satan." Uh, okay. And we worship Satan. Oh. And yeah, it's some creepy stuff in there. Huh. But they also play it off as like, you know, she's a teenager who goes to high school. Um, it's a strange show, and I thought it was okay. I still prefer Riverdale. Hmm. Um, uh, we just, uh, we, we're actually big into like current television shows that are going on. We watch them on Hulu like the day after they come out. Uh, we're big into The Good Doctor. Which I think is actually a fantastic show. God, you've totally become he's like a, he's Mary, a good doctor. He's a good one. You totally no, the good. A the good couple. doctor is actually a really good show. And uh, you guys are really going to make fun of me for this one. Oh boy, are you watching Grey's Anatomy? No, she watches that on her own. Okay. Uh, I have actually gotten into a million reasons why. A million reasons. Or not, not a million reasons why. A middle, a million little things. I, I was thinking 13 Reasons Why, I which I'd never watched. I don't watched. know what that is. I'd, I'd make fun of you, but I'm like, kind of have no idea what you're about. A Million Little Things is about... Uh, I, think Ron... that was a, I was trying to tell you not to go into detail. And just, oh, 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 shut you up. Want me to. Shut up. Let him talk. It's, it's, a, it's a drama, but it's uh, it's actually pretty good. So Ron Livingston, everybody knows who that is. Um, He commits suicide. Oh. And it's about his friends and his family trying to figure out why he did the, what he did and cope with it. Um, and it's actually a pretty good show. There's a lot of drama in there and stuff. And I mean, obviously, if anybody wants to watch it, I don't want to spoil anything because there's always some kind of revelation at the end of every episode kind of thing. It said it like it was going to be embarrassing, but this description of that made it sound interesting. Well, it's there's been a couple of shows that come out that's a lot like that, like This Is Us. I haven't ever watched that's This Is Us. That's the show I was thinking of when you described it. I was like, Isn't it, I mean, that must be the name of the popular show that everybody was talking about. No, this Is this Us is... has um, uh, the guy from uh, like Gilmore Girls and Heroes and stuff. Right? Yeah. Andy Moore's in it, too. Yeah. Does okay. it have Aquaman in it? From Smallville, or no? My wife Green watches Arrow. that show. I've never watched it. Green Arrow from from he was Aquaman in the pilot that never aired. 
I don't know. Yeah, um, that, that dude that played Oliver Queen on Smallville is in This Is Us because I see him in the commercials on Sunday Night Football or whatever. The uh, A Million Little Things has uh, obviously it had Ron Livingston. He's they still do flashbacks with him and stuff like that, so he's in it. Um, that has the guy from Grimm. If you ever watched Grimm, uh, it has the guy from Psych. I have uh, not watched any of these shows you are referring to. The okay. main character of Psych? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's in it. He's actually probably he's probably the best character in the show. Is he funny on that too, or yes, he is. He's actually. All right, I'm gonna have to watch this just for him. Yeah, give it a shot. I mean, it's it's a drama. Uh, it's, That's it's, fine. I can watch anything. When you yeah. said it, I thought it was gonna be like a um, uh, what's the one about suicide on Netflix? There, um, uh, uh, thirteen reasons why. Yeah, it's what. Yeah, when you yeah, like yeah. oh, jeez, man, I'm so, I'm I'm boring. I'm watching Gotham. I'm catching up on Gotham. Well, Laura, I somehow. I don't know how I did it, but I got my wife to watch Castlevania with me. Oh, I need to watch season two. I haven't watched it yet. She got into that, man. It's a good she show. Has, she has never watched an anime before in her life. And when I told her what Castlevania was, she's like, oh, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> uh, I was like, all right, fine. And so I started watching just, you know, like I watched like the first episode of season two. And she's like, what is this? And I was like, it's Castlevania. It's about Dracula. She's like, oh, I didn't know it was about Dracula. So when she found out it was about Dracula, she sat down and watched it with me and actually enjoyed it. So, yeah, it's uh, finished. We finished. We watched all of season one, which was four episodes. And then we finished it and watched season two. That's a solid. That is probably the best video game adaptation to movie slash TV show. Season one was real good. I need to sit down and watch season two. Season two has some drawn out episodes, but the last two episodes of that are really good. I mean, the first season was four episodes and only like 20 minutes long. I mean, it's... Yeah. I did catch up on two movies this weekend. I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was That was good. It's not as good as the first one. Like, the first one is so good, and the second one is good, but when you compare it to the first one, it's not as good. I did... Man... Don't watch it if you haven't seen Infinity War, because the post credit scene. Oh goddamn! So this the the movie takes place before the it's got to be taking place during. Okay. Because what what happens in the post credit scene? I was like, holy shit! They tied it into Infinity War, and I was like, oh goddamn, that's good, that's good. And then the I'm sorry, that's the middle credit scene. The post credit scene is funny. It has nothing gotcha. to do with the. Infinity War, but no, it was, it was fine. And I know I'm a terrible person because everybody's been telling me for years how good this movie was, but I finally watched, what's it called? Because um, it had two names, Edge of Tomorrow. and Edge of Tomorrow. Okay, what's the other name? The Tom Cruise one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Edge of Tomorrow, uh, something die. The is Live, Die, Repeat. Okay. Live, Die, Repeat. Okay, because on the, the, the Blu-ray it says Live, Die, Repeat, but when you boot it up it says like Edge of Tomorrow. It's ba- I'm, I'm, I don't know why they made that. Like that was the tagline of it, and then it slowly became bigger and bigger over time. I'm wondering if that's the name of the Japanese original story, or I don't know. But that was a cool movie. Tom Cruise did two really good sci-fi movies really close together. One of them was Edge of Tomorrow, and I liked Oblivion as well. And I, did, I, I felt like both those movies were underrated. 
I thought Oblivion was just okay. His best sci-fi movie is still Minority Report. Don't at me. For sure. But that's, yeah, that's Minority also Re- Steven Spielberg. Yeah, st- Minor- so, Minority Report is fucking amazing. That movie's so good. <laughs> I'm actually one of the few people I know that enjoys Vanilla Sky, too. So. I've never Vanilla seen Sky's it. Vanilla Sky's more weird. Yeah. Never seen it. So it's harder for people to get into. So I can totally understand why. he does. Tom Cruise does some good movies. Uh, well, does a lot of good movies. Mission Possible being amazing always. Um... Who yeah. did who directed Vanilla Sky? Oh, I can't remember his name. Okay, so um, I remember watching it, and I was like, "Wow, this really reeks of Stanley Kubrick." It might have been Kubrick. I don't remember. Uh, I think no, Kubrick's last movie uh, was Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, that's that's right. That's the Tom Cruise one that I'm thinking of. That uh, he did. Cameron Crowe. That's right. Who? What has he done? I don't. I don't know the name. Uh oh, God! Give me a second. Kamiko, uh was. He's done quite a few things. He's done uh, almost famous Jerry Maguire. Um, so I mean, these are for Tom Cruise. Uh, we bought a zoo. <laughs> yeah, Matt he has a lot of weird. Yeah. Say anything. Okay. Right. Uh, Almost Famous is, was his big one bef- right before. Well, Jerry Maguire was his big one. Then Almost Famous was kind of his cult film. And then he did Vanilla Sky, Elizabeth Town, The Union, Pearl Jam 20, We Bought a Zoo, Aloha, and Roadies. That was his last film, Roadies, in 2016. There's too much television to keep up with. I swear to Jesus. I've, I, yeah, I've been picking up on, uh, I've been like watching finally again around to um, Letter Kenny. Uh, and then movie wise, like, I didn't. Watch, I like watched Solo like two weeks ago. I Solo think. is so good. Solo, I haven't seen fantastic. it. I haven't it's, watched a movie. I don't know how long. I am not a huge Star Wars fan anymore. Kind of just dropped off. Got bored with it. Um, I was handed by the same person Rogue One, and then Solo. So I watched Rogue One first, which is a really good movie. Yeah, I love Rogue uh, One. Rogue One's a great movie. Very, yeah. Rogue One's very dark. It is, but it's um, it's but very it, good. It's, it's, but if you watch it, if you watch it, and you know. A New Hope, right? Like, sure. That's I mean, Solo's movie. the same way, you know. But Solo, I think Solo also works as its own sure, adventure. Sure. Like, it, it, it's it's uh, Rogue One's so dark that it's it's you need to kind of the whole context of it to be like, okay, th- this is very dark, but it's also really good because you know what comes of that one small act, like the big sacrifice from that group of people, you know. Um, but Solo as an adventure film. I feel like they, a lot of people hated on that movie for no reason. I, I know it realized it come off really negative a lot, but the, that movie in particular was so much fun. And yep. I don't know what other, like what movie other people were watching that, to give it the flack that uh, I read everywhere. Cause he was great. Um, Alden Ehrenreich. Is that how you pronounce his name? I, I don't even know the guy's name. I just, I liked him in that movie. I he liked... was a good Han Solo. Um, you know the way they introduced Chewbacca and just every the introductions and everybody was really good in that film. It was a lot of fun and it reminded me of the original Star Wars movies, which I have to say the newer ones really haven't for the most part. Is that it's a fun adventure. I had fun. There was there was there was dark moments for sure, but like for the most part, it was enjoyable experience. Um, and like it's kind of disappointing that it reviewed poorly and didn't make a lot of money, as much money as they wanted to, because that means that they won't do another. Um, but I, I really suggest Solo. That is one of the best movies uh, I've seen in a long time. 
Um, a movie that I didn't like was Mandy, and I realized that I'm a very small portion of society that isn't liking that movie because it seems to be getting rave reviews. Um, it's kind of like you took a slasher flick, but filmed it like 2001 A Space Odyssey, and by that I mean it's way too fucking long in times. Um, but it's not sci-fi, and the payoff is sort of these action sequences. So it's really kind of jarring. And Nicolas Cage is great in it. There's not enough Nicolas Cage in it. Which is weird, because he's the main character, but like that movie's two hours long, and the first hour he's barely in. They're just doing setup. I'll watch it eventually on a streaming it, Listen, I'm not saying not to watch it. I'm just, uh, you know go in with your kind of expectations low because a lot of people have been talking this up as this great film. And I'm going to tell you right now, I like a lot of weird shit. This is a shot beautifully. The soundtrack's fantastic, but movie wise in a couple of years, I don't think it'll be, I think, I think it's shocking now because it's something different, but it's kind of like drive. Um, you know, that only takes you so far. Cause like, does anybody remember the sequel to well the, the sequel semi sequel to Drive? God does not forgive. No, or only God forgives. I should say. Yeah, it was style only takes you so far, there, and that's what this movie is. It's just a very stylistic movie, and the um, content of it is not fantastic, like everybody says it is. So, hmm. all right. Uh, let's move on to the Twitter, to the Twitter. Uh, I read about this, so I'm going to go ahead and Blue Apple Blue sent in a tweet about Chicago will introduce a 9% tax on PlayStation. That's actually on all entertainment media, not just PlayStation. Um, do you think gamers can become a block that influence... Okay, so... Uh, mm. He's asking too many questions in a row. Yeah, I know about this, the tax in Chicago. Can you explain that to me as a Canadian? That's obviously basically it's doubling. Mind. It's doubling the tax cost on it on entertainment and media. So like, if something was ten dollars and it ended up being ten sixty, now it'll be like eleven something. Well, why is there a reason for it, or is it just something? I, there's doing a reason them? behind. Same it. reason for any tax generate revenue. Yeah, that's shitty. And people spend a lot of money on entertainment, so that'll end up generating a lot of money over time. So. I just didn't know if there was a specific reason why it was all of a sudden or not. Uh, but, um, I, I haven't heard. I've only heard like a very small little bit that like if you want to buy it, buy it now before the tax goes up um, from certain websites and stuff that sell video games. I'm not going to read this whole next question, but I'll read a piece of it. Uh, when when you do vote, do you check the candidates' positions on different gaming ideas? <laughs> no, I do not. No. I base my votes on things a lot more important than that. Yeah, I, I don't. That's probably why. That's the whole reason I wanted to ask that question because that's that's really kind of a silly thing. Like if I'm looking at them, like oh well, they're against violent video. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I I, I really make sure that the candidate uh, likes Fortnite over PUBG. And yeah, I need to, I need to know your stance on. I need to know if he can do the floss on stage yeah. when he wins. Um. <laughs> I need to know your stance on microtransactions, sir. Please, let's discuss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Fantastico says, I thought XO18 was okay. I was hopeful we'd get OG back pat news. Did anyone else catch Phil Spencer hint to a Ninja Theory game next year? I did. He, uh, towards the end of his interview, he said a lot of the companies that we brought on um, had things in the works that we will see next year. 
So, assuming some games were in development, and we'll probably end up seeing them next year. I'm still very disappointed that they did not show any of the games that are coming, that we know are probably coming. Like, where's my Fable CGI teaser? Like, get it out there. I mean, Sony talked about well, Days Gone the tree, for three years. And they years. need it to watch it grow, and that <laughs> takes time. I'm just saying, we've seen Days Gone for three years, we saw Spider-Man for two years... We've seen, we'll see Last of Us for two, maybe three years. You know what I mean? Uh, Dustin says, finally finished A Way Out after a few month hiatus. I really enjoyed it. I thought it had some good concepts. Seven out of ten. I know Anthony loves A Way Out. It's his favorite game. There's a lot to that game that was very good. The issue was there's a lot of stuff that just shouldn't have been in there. Um, like, the fact that you can sit on every bench might be the stupidest thing I've ever seen when you're working co- uh, cooperatively. Like, I don't... That's a thing that maybe if you were playing alone would be okay, but, like, why? Why is everything... You can interact with everything, but most things do nothing at all. And you're playing a video game, and, like... In Red Dead, where you can interact with most things fine, because there's not someone waiting on you to do your portion, you know, but in a co-op game, and the fact that the story is like, we need to get here because the cops are following us because we broke out of prison, uh, let's stop and play Connect 4, like, fuck off, that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen, and then to rip off Scarface, I... And, and rip off Scarface so blatantly. Like, the, the, all the good concepts of that stuff come from other things, except for a specific sequence in a hospital, which is shot, mo- like, couldn't do it in a movie, the way the camera moves, without a lot of visual effects, and I don't think it would look good. But because the whole game's 3D animated, it was great. Um, there's a couple sequences in that short period. Uh, there's a chase through a theater, too. Um that are done so well and uh, the game should have been more of those sequences rather than just walking around and sort of waiting for two people to press a button on the same thing. It's fine. It's just a lot of people talk that game up to be this great, unique experience. And all I have to say is that, um, can I break into spoilers? That game's been out for months let's, now. Let's not. Okay. Um, all it, I can it say still is came that out this they, year, so let's, let's yeah. Play. So all I can say then is that the big payoff in that game has been done before and was done on consoles released in the eighties. So the big payoff to me was like nothing, and I kind of saw where the story went early on just because of a faux pas in writing, and as soon as that clicked in, it, it ruined everything that they were working up to. And that's, I realize that's on me to some extent, but had it been written just slightly different, it could have been avoided. Um, but it depends on what choice you made in a certain part, because you had the option to do one of two paths at every moment. And if you chose a certain path, you don't run into that issue. But because we chose the way we did, because both people have to agree on a choice, um, it ruined the game, and that, that shouldn't have been an issue. If that was written a bit better, that wouldn't have been an issue. Um, but I, I just didn't know who that game was for. But I'm glad, you know, people enjoyed it. I'm not saying that team was a, did a bad game. It's just to have that 
kind of be talked up so much. I'm not sure what game other people played because definitely not a 10 and or a nine, like seven. I agree with sure. I gave it a 6.5, I think. Um, but tens and nines, there's absolutely no way. Sorry. The game's, the game had a lot of issues too when I played it, but I also played it before release. All right. Uh, his next tweet says, so my wife watched me play GTA five and was disgusted with the narrative and activities in the story. And it concerned her more when she knew a few of her preschoolers would talk about playing it. Oh God. Uh, when I was playing Red Dead two, I asked her what she thought since it was the same developer of GTA. And her response was what a waste of talent referring to GTA five. She was very impressed with Red Dead. Oh, come on. You have to show her the scene from first person of uh, getting a blowjob in GTA 5. I think that'll really sell her. Okay. <laughs> you just do yourself a favor, people. Just look it up on YouTube. Just the, I'm pretty sure somebody's uh, taken the dialogue options out of that. It's the uh, someone wrote that and like they got, I think they got real porn stars for it or something because it is the dialogue of. That is the most uncomfortable but funny thing I've ever heard from a video game. All right. Uh, he I said, think I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, moving on. He says, I saw the credits roll on Red Dead. I think they could have left out a chapter and made the epilogue half as long. Great game. It's a close number two for Game of the Year with God of War ahead of it. I will be very interested to see how people feel when they finish that game. Because it, it passed God of War for me, but just slightly. God of War is still real fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, picked up Detroit for 20 bucks since I have some time to catch up on some games this year. I'm hoping to find good deals on Vampire and Call of Cthulhu uh, and get some game time in on Kingdom Come before Game of the Year show, but that's all wishful thinking. Detroit's not a bad game. It's fine. I did tell... I'm pretty sure I said on this podcast, I started that game up and the main screen made me so uncomfortable I stopped. That That is still the best menu screen of any video game ever made. It's so good and it gets even creepier the further you play oh, into that Oh, great. Game. I definitely want to play. I've never been like that. Of Like, nope. No. It's, and uh, she, her talking to me was like, nope, this is this is too realistic and I'm like, my brain's just like, something's Dude, watch her. Here. Like, if you're watching her eyes... While she's playing, Ooh. Oh, she's like oh, looking oh. around the room and looking at you. It's creepy. Oh. Uh, so Tabata left Square. You think they burnt him out on the Final Fantasy 15 BS? I see they canceled all the following DLC, but Arden, the one that the fans voted for, so I'll be happy to get that. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 Comrades is getting a standalone release. I don't know why. It's just a minor distraction. If you wanted a good online Final Fantasy, you would be playing 14. Not comrades. Fourteen is real good, but fifteen bucks a month is hard to swallow when I don't have time to play it. Also, one of them's a little bit more action based than mm. the MMO based. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Final Fantasy no, I mean feels the way it plays. Final not, Fantasy I mean, fifteen feels a lot like fourteen. It's it's the same kind of action e combat. I, I spent a lot of time in Final Fantasy 14. I can't, you know what, now I'm thinking about it, I forget that um, 14 is on PS4 as well. Yep. I was thinking the PC where it's clicking and stuff. No, it's um, it's definitely very similar in combat style. No, okay. 
Uh, speaking of MMO, Final Fantasy XI is free to log in all week. I love checking back into that game now and then. Uh, so much nostalgia. I did not get into XI. I played probably about 20, maybe 30 hours of XI, didn't dig it, and then I got lost in 14. I probably spent 150 hours in 14 before I stopped playing. Oh, I remember that was the game I was playing when I bought my house. And the first thing I did was hook up my PS4 and jump right back into that game once I got internet hooked up. <laughs> I played a lot of that game. Uh, I mentioned last week, Yoku's Island Express is an overlooked game people should check out. What, of, what are some of your overlooked games that came out this year? <sighs> just pull up I don't know that I have any overlooked games that came out this year. At least not that I played. I'm trying to think of... I played all the stuff that everybody looked at this year. Yeah, it's... um, There's definitely some forgotten games that happened towards the beginning of the year because it's been such a great year. But they weren't overlooked when they came out. Iconoclast. Was Iconoclast this year on Switch only? I thought it was... uh... No, Iconoclast came out on PS4 on January 23rd. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so Iconoclast's... um... I'm trying to remember. Oh everything my god! That came this game this, this year. year, I have like, just I'm looking like Dissidia came out this year. Not that's a great a, that's game a at all. Game. That is but a it's just awful no. Game. I, I'm just like it feels like that came out last year. <laughs> um, like, I you know what I think is going to be one of the most overlooked games this year is fucking Soul Calibur. Yeah, I'm playing it right now. It's fantastic. It yeah. didn't help when it came out though. No, no, no. They picked a really bad time to release that game. Um, but I think that's going to be one of the overlooked games when it comes time for end of the year. Um, didn't Yakuza 6 come out this year? Yeah. That's another one people are going to forget about. That's a great game. Yakuza Kiwami 2 came out this year. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Fist of the North Star, which is basically another Yakuza game, came out this year, although it plays a bit differently. Um, I think Detroit will be forgotten by the end of the year. A lot of people don't like that game, though. Well, I mean that's every game that they put that like they're weird sort of. I mean they're they're more gaming than like a walking simulator is, but like it's a choose your own adventure sort of game at the same time. Some action sequences. There's two games that aren't out yet that I guarantee you get forgotten: Darksiders Three and Just Cause Four. <laughs> yeah, Omen Sight came out this year. Yeah, that wasn't as good as... No, Stories, I agree. Yeah, Stories was such a great game, and then Omen Side is just kind of more of that. Just, I don't know, it just didn't have that same impact. Yeah. Uh, Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers, which I reviewed and I liked. Uh, that, I mean, it's on 3DS, so that already was doomed. I mean, um, I, really like, I really like Chasm, and I know that game's already been forgotten. Because let's be Vampire. fair, there's been a fuck ton of those... 2D Metroid style yeah. games this year, so Unravel Two. Yeah, nobody's gonna remember that game. Yeah, that's a disappointment because it's still one of the best, especially with if you have another person to play with. That's one of the best uh, uh, games. Um, sorry, I'm just going through Ooh. a list. Uh, Near Automata for anyone that was playing on Xbox. Yeah, I mean, but everybody knows. That I, game. I I know, but it, like it was an introduction to a new group uh, people. Um. Octopath Traveler. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that came out this year. Right. I still haven't um, played it. Like, I haven't brought myself to spend the money to pick it up because I know that I don't have... I Dude, I have Dragon Quest XI 
sitting on my shelf that I have played an hour of. I don't oh, need to buy it. Another... So goddamn good. Yeah, but I just um, but I but I understand that. I, I completely get it. Um, I know yeah, better yeah, than uh, to start another game. Warrior Gold doomed again. Another one doomed because it's on 3ds. Uh, Flipping Death. No, that uh, game was all right. I don't know if I would dead. remember it at the end of the year, but uh, I don't hear as many people talk about Dead Cells anymore. Some people are still talking it. I, I think Mother that game Duck will be two. discussed at, at Game of the Year time. Uh, we Happy Few, I think just people forgot that game exists entirely. Uh, yeah. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Yeah. yeah, that's another one that came out this year that is like, holy shit, that game came out this year. Yep, January. God bless it. Whew. It's, yeah, Kwame it, 2 came out in August. Like, just feels. It, we're literally, demanding. we're Original literally in that. Time, we're literally in that time of we've got new consoles probably coming out within the next twelve to twenty four months, yeah. and these consoles that we have are getting are hitting their stride as far as like great games. The Messenger, Messenger, so good. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, he says, I'll play Diablo on mobile. Uh, you and probably millions of other people. Uh, played some Zombie Vikings. That's a fun beat-em-up uh, that has hit and miss humor. Good drinking game with friends, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a good game. Jeff tweets in, says, I don't know if Ryan is on this week, but you can import just the drum for Taiko no Tatsujin. That's what I did. No question, just thought I would let you all know. Yeah, interesting. I wonder how much that would run you for that. I don't know. That's a good question. I still haven't played that. I meant to boot that up this week and try it before the show, but I totally forgot because like, there was 10 other games I was looking at this week. I need to do that. Okay, there's a commercial on TV right now of the Colonel Sanders singing and dancing with the Mrs. Butterworth bottle. It's uh, $63 for the drum controller. I mean, I'm still watching this train wreck. He's he's got her held up in the air. It's because KFC's doing chicken and waffles. Holy Interesting. Sh- holy shit! What a what a fucking country we live in. It takes about two to four weeks. So there you go. Yep, you can just uh, import one of those uh, controllers, which is. I'm sorry. I was what? talking about Mrs. Butterworth and the Colonel. What are you talking about? I'm just, I am following. I, see, I thought this was a video game pod, so I was mentioning video games. <laughs> How many shows saying, have you been on? Yeah, I know. Um, I was giving you a smart-ass response to a smart-ass question. Um, I looked up the drum, though, uh, on its own, um, and yeah, it's 63 bucks. Is that Uh, just for PS4, or do they have one for Switch, too? It's the Switch one. I didn't know there was a PS4 version of this game. I thought it was was Switch only. No, that's the game that I meant to try out. I have the PS4 Mm -hmm. version. Oh, okay. Well, the Switch controller is uh, 63 bucks. I'm assuming it's going to be... um, the same for PS4. Goddamn PlayStation. Anyway, if you want to shoot us an email, we already mentioned podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. If you want to follow us on the Twitter, Drew, who is already gone, by the way, he left, uh, is at DML Fury. Uh, Ryan is at WombatRP, and Anthony is at NTRSKT. Follow someone better than me. Yeah, Come do on. that. Yeah. Um, you can follow me at ZTGD and the site at ZTGD Content. 
Drew is supposedly doing some Phoenix Down intermissions over the month of November, but he will be reviewing a bunch of games uh, and trying to catch up for Game of the Year. Obviously, he bought God of War. He should probably go play that. But Cut to all. him playing four hours of Overwatch. Dude, I played I played two hours of Overwatch last night. Don't you judge? That's my favorite game. I love that game. Still See that Lego? Yeah, I did. I wanted to buy them, but they're too expensive, dude. Yeah, it's because the uh, licensing makes them way more. Yeah, like the Reinhardt Diva one I wanted to buy, but it's like $50, and I'm like, I don't... I don't... They are some pretty cool Lego sets, though. They are, totally, and dude, they would look so good on my shelves, because I've got Reinhardt on my shelf, I've got a Junkrat on my shelf. Would you buy a Junkrat Lego I kind of have to. Dude, I bought a hoodie. I bought one of the Jinx hoodies, the Junkrat one. I think cost me like $70. Oh, yeah, and I already had a Lucio one. I have Is a... it a nice sweater at least? No, no, it's a, it's a high quality. It's a hoodie. It's a okay. zip-up hoodie. Well, you know yeah. what I mean, but you can get cheap ones. Oh, sure, sure, but these are these are good. I bought the Lucio one cuz he was in the first wave and he's one of my favorites, but I bought the Junkrat one cuz it was wave 2 and I wear it almost every day right now until it gets super cold and then I got to break out the big jacket. So But yeah, I I like literally felt like a commercial for Overwatch last week as I went into a store with a Lucio wallet wearing a Junkrat hoodie. I had a Junkrat keychain on and I was wearing an Overwatch anniversary t-shirt. I might have too much Overwatch apparel. Hey, at least it's <laughs> functional stuff. Like, you know, I mean, like you can wear that stuff. I have a Mirror's Edge Catalyst wall and I feel bad at it because it's got Catalyst written on it. Dude, literally my closet is like 400 t-shirts because I'm a t-shirt guy. And I constantly buy new. I bought one this weekend that I can't wait to wear. I bought a Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario World t-shirt from Japan. So it says Super Mario Brothers 4 on it. And it's all oh. written in Japanese, and it has all the Japanese artwork on the front. It is fucking boss. I can't wait to wear that shirt. I have a Buck Bumble t-shirt, so... <laughs> I don't... I had a Fighters Mega Mix t-shirt for the longest time, but eventually I outgrew it. <laughs> yes, I'm wearing I'm, a PlayStation I, Cares one right now. Uh, dude, I got my Zelda shirt on right now, which is a picture of Link built out of a mosaic of um, tiles from the game. It's oh, rad. It's rad awesome. as fuck. I'm a nerd, and I wear my game a, apparel. I have an awesome uh, Mario riding Yoshi shirt. Mm. That's the that's part of the artwork that's on that t-shirt I bought this weekend is uh, Mario wearing the cape riding Yoshi. That's part of it. Nice. So I'm looking forward to wearing that. I almost They had another shirt there that was um, Pickle Rick, and I almost bought that. But... You know, I'm Pickle Rick. I just I didn't want to spend like forty bucks on T-shirts this week. <laughs> you know that would happen though if you walked around, somebody would yell that at you consistently. Oh, absolutely, dude! Like people yell at my like people tell me all the time. Like my wife gives me a, hell, a hard time because I wear T-shirts like this, but I'm the only one who gets compliments out in public. Like, dude, I like your T-shirt. I'm like, damn right you do. It's a rad T-shirt. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. It's time for me to go watch football. Uh, video games. We'll be back next week. Peace out, Berkshire. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.